Hello, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It is Bill from Top Fan Rivalry, and it is a Tuesday morning, and welcome to Tuesday. We got through Monday. We're now on Tuesday. Life is happy, happy. We got a new guest in the clubhouse, team that we've talked about before, but I've had a great opportunity to get to know him for a few minutes beforehand. AJ, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing excellent. I'm actually looking forward to this one. This one's going to be fun. So you, we need to start off first by asking you who your favorite team is. Or in some cases, in your case, it might be who's your current favorite team. Who is my current favorite team? Yes. Well, who's in first play? I think the Rays at this point have to be <laughs> my favorite team. They're 10-0, right? Um, I'm, a, I'm a Phillies guy. I am representing Philadelphia on the, uh, on the show today. I'm, I'm a Phillies fan. Awesome. Awesome. There you go. There you go. And where did this start? Tell me how you became a Philly fan. So I grew up in South Jersey, on the Jersey shore. I grew up. So if you've ever seen the TV show with those Mm -hmm. knuckleheads, if they would have had that sort of reality TV back in the late eighties, early nineties, that could have been me. Um, But anyway, so this is, thank God they didn't have it right in between New York and Philadelphia. And I grew up a Yankees fan. I loved Greg Nettles, Tommy John. Yeah, I go back to those days, 77, 78, 79, Reggie. Um, <clears throat> you know, and then it went to Mattingly and those so close but never got there, 1980s teams. And then, uh, you know, of course, Mattingly handed it off to Jeter and everything went straight up from there. Um, so anyway, uh, how, how I ended up as a Phillies fan, though, is um, relocate uh, six years ago. I live in Florida now. I've been down here for 20 years. That's what that's what the people in Jersey and New York and Philly do. They move to Florida first chance they get to get the heck out of that cold weather. So uh, I've been in Florida for a long time, um, married with uh, with a little girl, and uh, my wife got <clears throat> my wife got deathly ill. I mean that's just what happened. Her lungs out of nowhere just went bad on her. And my wife was a health nut, ran marathons, never smoked, never drank. So it was all sort of uh, long story short. Um, she ended up on life support at University of Miami Hospital and she needed a lung transplant, but she was too sick for the University of Miami to, to do it. They uh, The way they get funded is by their success rate and they didn't think they were going to be able to successfully transplant my wife. So the surgeon in UM in Miami, uh, he hit his network up and there was a doctor at the University of Pennsylvania, the entire country that would even touch my wife. So they, um, the guy in Miami, the surgeon in Miami came to me and my, my in-laws and he says, look, you know, University of Pennsylvania. Now I had been doing my research a little bit. So I knew that Pittsburgh was a really highly ranked transplant uh, institution. So I got excited. I said, yes, Pittsburgh. And he goes, no, no, Philadelphia. Now growing up right in the middle of New York and Philly, Philly was like the redheaded stepchild or, I mean, I remember Philly from being a kid being like an ashtray. My dad to see, you know, like the 86 Mets playing against the Phillies, 87, things like, you know, I, uh, first time I saw, I think Nolan Ryan pitch was at the vet against the Phillies, but I just hated Philadelphia. It was a dump. It was horrible. So I told the surgeon, nah, we're not going to Philly. I don't do Philly. I don't like Philly. 
And he said, you don't have a choice. I said, well, okay, I guess we're on a Philly. Uh, we ended up in Philly. Uh, we spent a year there. My wife was successfully and miraculously transplanted and survived and she's doing fantastic today at uh, at that point back in 2017 they say she was the sickest person ever transplanted in the united states for a lung transplant um she's doing great but while we were there i had so there's only so much ipad you can let her watch uh what we would do is my mother-in-law relocated with us so we would rotate into the icu I take a shift, I go home with the kid, my mother-in-law take a shift, we go back and forth. So um, took her to a baseball game. So you wanna go to a ball game? She's like, yeah, daddy, let's go to the baseball game. Uh, we got there. I remember we got there at when, before the gates were open, we were like the first people standing and this was 17 and it was in August. So the Phillies really sucked and they were playing the Mets and the Mets always suck. So there weren't a lot of people there. <laughs> so meet up and she's right to the gift shop. Uh, she bought a little Rocky Balboa sort of stuff thing because it was Philadelphia. And then uh, they have this thing at, at uh, Citizen Bank Park where if it's your first game, you can go to the customer service booth and they give you a little certificate that says, I attended my first game here. So she loved it. We saw some batting practice. We ate a hot dog and then it was first pitch and she was ready to go. So we stayed for a half an inning, Phillies Mets. But she, I love the Phillies. She, Daddy, you have to root for the Phillies too. And I'm thinking, you know what? All right. I won enough with the Yankees. I mean, how much winning? Let me see what it's like on the other side. <laughs> so I uh, I switched over to the Phillies. And that first season was rough. But then the Phillies started making moves. And they got Bryce Harper specifically, who I'm sure we'll get to it. But yeah, now I'm, I, I dig it. And, and the Philly fans are insane i mean these are these are the people that i remember at yankee stadium when i was a kid they would throw money they would throw coins at players but in philly i mean i remember they iced santa claus at an eagles game when i was a kid with ice balls that that is it is just it's a rough crowd and i dig it i i like it it's <laughs> i mean i went to a baseball Opening, yeah, I'm answering more than you asked, and I'll shut up after this. But I went to uh, opening day, I think, two or three years ago at Citizens Bank Park. Yeah. It was the first night game is what it was. And they tailgate like I've never seen anyone tailgate a baseball game before. I mean, I've been to football tailgates that seemed like uh, like Disney World compared to, I mean, cars were on fire. People were bleeding, sirens, cops everywhere. That's that's Philly. And I, and I just, I kind of dig the vibe. I love it. I love it. I, I'll tell you a story offline when we're done about. Answer. No, no, no. I love it. This is great. It's I'll tell you a story offline when we're done um, about some Philly fans. That's just incredible and an incredibly positive format. So I love it. I love it. All right. So who's your favorite player? Current and past uh, favorite player. It can be Phillies. They don't have to be. That's a hard question. Current. It's got to be Bryce. I think that Bryce Harper. So as a baseball fan, I remember when Bryce came up, the big deal they made about him. Uh, Nationals, I just remember that I didn't like Bryce Harper because they were making such a big deal about him. And he was this, you know, punk, egotistical kid coming in. And I was like, eh, eh Bryce Harper, whatever. 
And then when the Phillies made that push to sign him, I was like, eh, I don't know about this. But then when, once I watched him play day in and day out, because I'm one of those guys, I don't miss a game um, for whatever team I'm rooting for, Phillies, Yankees, but I, I just don't miss a game. So I, I get to see Harper play on a daily basis. And this guy's a beast. I mean, he's a throwback to the old school type players where he just, he goes out there hurt. He, I mean, Last year, he played the whole season with a uh, needing Tommy John surgery. He hurt, his, he hurt his elbow. So I like Bryce. I like his vibe. I like everything that he brought. To, maybe he changed when he got to Philly. I, I don't know. But he's he's a cat that I would want to have on my team if I owned or played on a baseball team. Okay. And what about all time? And that's 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 a hard question. I mean, I, I like I really like Andy Pettit. Um, I really like Tommy John. I liked Greg Nettles. And again, it goes back to when I first started watching baseball. It was Nettles and John and Reggie. But I don't know. I'm thinking maybe Andy Pettit all time. Okay. I, another guy that I think that belongs in the Hall of Fame. Andy Pettit yeah. belongs in the Hall of Fame. Uh, so does Jorge Posada. I, and I'm a Dodger guy. And for me to say that about Yankees, you know something's up, right? <laughs> no. So does Tommy John. How is Tommy John not in the Hall of Fame? Uh, I mean, there's a baseball. There's a debate that my buddies and I are having right now. We might do another podcast. We've done one before, but we might dive into it deeper. And I'll have you on if we do it. Um, everybody's talking about how Buster Posey is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, you know, in a year or two, whenever he's eligible. But his numbers are almost identical to Thurman Munson's. So how is Thurman Munson not in, and yet Buster Posey is going to get in? They both have the same amount of World Series championships. They're both captains of their team. One did it in the biggest stage in the world, and the other one did it in San Francisco. Just saying. Just saying, right? So, um, okay. So, we've talked about favorite players. we talked about how you became a Philly fan. Now, let's talk about ballparks. Where have you, uh, where have you been as far as ballparks are concerned? All right, so ballparks east to west, both Yankee stadiums, the old and the new. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've had a lot of Yankee fans on in the past, but the, I think one of the things that made my transition to Philadelphia much easier is the new Yankee Stadium. It's beautiful, but it is not the old Yankee Stadium. Just that vibe, that whole feeling is gone. So both Yankee Stadium, Shea Stadium, the Vet in Philly, Citizens Bank Park, uh, both stadiums that the Marlins played in, the football stadium, and now their current stadium. Uh, I've been to Dodger Stadium, been to Anaheim. Uh, uh, in Minnesota, the old Metrodome, and now the Target Field. And I think that uh, I think that's it for Major League Stadiums. Okay. And do you have a favorite? It's actually a minor league stadium is my favorite. Okay. Believe it or not, we do a, uh, so we just got done doing the spring training tour. It's the second time I did it. I, in Florida, we do the grapefruit league. We hit every site and, um, the Atlanta Braves have a fairly new stadium, uh, in Northport, Florida city. I never heard of. And, and I live here. This, this spring training stadium is absolutely gorgeous. It's got a baseball vibe. It doesn't feel like a minor league stadium, but yet it feels like a minor league stadium at the same time. 
Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've done any sort of minor league sort of stuff. Um, yep. yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Majorly, I'm, I'm being cute with the answer. That that's really my favorite stadium. So, okay, I like but, it. But uh, no, no. So, if you had a month off, unlimited resources this summer, and you had a month off, and you and your family, your wife and daughter, were going to go to five ballparks you haven't been to, where are you going to go? Uh, first on my bucket list. Well, there's two easy ones that I haven't been to yet: Wrigley and Fenway. I got to okay. hit both of those. Yep. Um, the Pirates Stadium. I mean, it was Three Rivers. I, I don't know what they call it right now. These stadiums change. PNC names Park. PNC Park, yeah. Yep. Um, <clears throat> PNC Park just looks like a place you want to watch a baseball game on TV. Yep. It looks gorgeous. So PNC Park. Um, I've never been to San Francisco, probably San Fran. Okay. And then a buddy of mine is from San Diego, and all he talks about is their their stadium down there. So I, I probably would put San Diego on there also. So I was just down there on Saturday. There was a restaurant that we're going to be holding a watch party, a Padres Dodgers watch party when the Dodgers or when the Padres are up north playing the Dodgers in LA, and literally their back patio AJ opens up to Petco Park. So you. You know, when you see on TV where they have the kids little playground in center field kind of area. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right behind that is where this restaurant is. It's phenomenal. It's just right there. Boom. Great real estate, great piece of real estate. Um, great area. I absolutely love that, that area. Um, and so, yeah, so that, those are good ballparks. I did go to, to Fenway. Um, unfortunately, it was during the World Series a couple of years ago when the Red Sox won it all. And so you could take the tour, but you didn't get the full tour because they were still playing, right? Um, but we went inside the visitors' clubhouse and everything. And I had this, I had this guy that was giving this tour that was a diehard Red Sox fan, diehard Red Sox fan, like bleeds Red Sox nation and almost ad nauseum. And you know, when you're employed by a team and you've got visitors from other teams, you've got to play it down just a little bit, right? If you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So at the end of the tour, I look at my wife and I say, watch this. And she goes, what, what, what? Don't, 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 whatever you do, don't do it, don't do it. Don't. I know what you, what, whatever you can do, just, just don't, don't do it. So I go and I walk over to this older couple that's in their, I would say late sixties, early seventies that are Yankee fans. Cause at the beginning of it, he asked all of us to say what team you're fans of. So I walked over to them and he says, does anybody have any questions? And I raised my hand and he says, yeah, you. And I said, yeah. Uh, so if this is Fisk Pole, because they renamed Fisk, they renamed, renamed the left field pole Fisk Pole, right? From Carlton Fisk in 75, making the home run go fair. And I said, if this is Penske Pole over here in right field, I said, is that Bucky Dent Monster? And you should have seen him, AJ. He just went from like all smiles to like this frown. The Yankee fans are laughing like crazy because they know what I've just done to this poor kid. This kid is so mad. My wife goes, undo it, undo it. Whatever you just did, undo it, undo it. And so I get out of the stadium and I call my friend who's from the Bronx, huge Yankee fan. And I told him what I did. He goes, you got to get out of there, Bill. They're probably following you. They got somebody tailing you. Just get out of there. Yeah, they don't play games. They don't play games in some cities, Boston being one of them. Yeah. 
I definitely don't think I was going to walk into the bar and people go, Bill, like they do with Norm. I think they were going to say, that's the guy, get him, get him. Oh, man, it was so much fun that day. My wife's like, you, you've got to stop doing that stuff. You can't, you can't do that stuff. I said, hey, he deserved it. He deserved it. So You got to do that. Yeah, you got to have fun with people, right? Exactly. All right, so we covered ballparks. We covered your favorite player, we uh, favorite players, which I love Andy Andy Pettit and I love Bryce Harper. Um, I did I, like you. I was not a fan of Bryce Harper when he was with Washington because he was young and overly confident, right? Um, and so I just, you know, Bryce is Bryce, uh, but I do like him as a Philly. I mean, he's gotten a lot better. He's toned down a little bit. What do you, as kind of a final question, what do you think the outlook looks like for the Phillies this year? They've made some decent moves, right? They picked up Trey Turner. Um, you're going to get Bryce back, and it looks like you might get him back as early as next month, maybe not June. Maybe you might have to wait even until June. But it looks like you're going to get him back here pretty quick. Got some pitching. So what's it look like? What's your outlook? You know, I, I when I look at this, I look for teams to throw out first and then try to figure out where my team's going to be. And yeah. this is an easy to, I mean, you're throwing out the nationals, you're throwing out the Marlins. I also, I'm sure that a lot of people won't like this, but I throw out the Mets easily. I, I think that they're just extremely overrated and, and too old and blah, blah, blah. So that leaves, you know, what, how do I like our chances? I, I think that we sneak in again. I think that they sneak in. It's just, I, I, I'm afraid that Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler both are due to break down because they've been pretty solid for the last few years. And Zach Wheeler's got a long history of being broken before he got to Philadelphia. So that that's my fear. Uh, as far as the offense goes, it's that, that offense is solid, man. Even, even without Bryce and Reese Hoskins, that, that offense is, you can put it up against almost any offense. I, I agree with you. I, I was, talking with somebody this week and I was telling him the East and the West, both are very strong divisions, the central division in both leagues. Eh, right. I mean, the Cardinals could win the central with 84 wins. If you have 84 wins in this Eastern division, you're not making the playoffs. You got to have more than that. And so I, I agree with your assessment. I think they will be, between Philly, New York, and Atlanta. Um, depends on how quickly Kate Upton comes back to pitch for New York. We'll determine how quickly these guys get back on their feet, right? Max was amazing yesterday. Um, but I, you know, Philly's, Philly's a tough team, and they they have that fan base that, that, like you said, is just, they can annihilate a visiting team. So, so. You know. hey, can I ask you a question? I know it's yeah, your show. Absolutely. Go ahead. How do you like how do you like this pitch clock? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it with everything with uh hatred of uh, whatever, thousand hatreds or whatever. Um I was a pitcher in high school and college. Uh part of the mind game is taking the time. Uh the fact that the batter could has to be in by the eight second mark, but the pitcher doesn't have to throw. So I could literally, as a batter, you have to be in there and I could come set with eight seconds left to go 
and fast pitching right away. And then the next one comes set, ready to go. Wait until one second to go. Then next time, fast pitch it. Like, it's driving me nuts. I get the fact that we want to speed up the game, but but here's the thing. When you and I are watching a game on TV, we want it to move faster. But if I'm going to pay $50 to sit up in the nosebleeds someplace, right, or 100 bucks to sit someplace nice or 150 you know, whatever, I want that game to go five hours. Mm-hmm. I mean, true, right? You know, especially here in L.A., for me to get to the stadium yeah, with you. without traffic, it's two hours, right? So if I'm going to drive, well, an hour and a half, I'm going to drive three hours in the course of one day to see a sporting event that's going to last 90 minutes. Plus, I'm going to pay $30 for parking. Plus, I'm going to pay 100 bucks to get my wife and I into the game. That's a hard pass. I'll just watch it on TV. So what do you yeah. think I'm going to that's got to be rough for L.A. fans, because when I lived in L.A., the fans would show up in the third inning and leave in the seventh. Yeah. Next, I guess, if, if L.A. sticks to that schedule. But I hate the pitch clock. I, I hate it on TV. I hate it in person. You can't look away. I mean, you can't like because stuff happens. And on the East Coast, you know, game starts seven o'clock. So. This is just my whole life. I could maybe not make the beginning of the game, but 8.30, 9 o'clock, sit down, turn the game on, and it's the fifth inning. I'm yep. turning the TV on at 9, 9.15, and the game's over. I'm like, what the heck? I don't, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. I think it's going to ruin baseball. So we are, we are getting to the point now, um, and I joke around about this, but we are dangerously close to where everybody has to play three innings and get one at bat. Right. Because now the bases are bigger. Now you can only throw over to a runner twice. And then the third time you got to get them out. Now you got a pitch clock. Now you, I mean, at what point are we And and nobody it, with the exception of the Arizona diamondbacks. And by the way, do not sleep on those guys. Okay. With the exception of the Arizona diamondbacks, nobody plays small ball anymore. Everybody's trying to look for the five run home run. Now I'm being facetious about that, but I mean, think about the Yankees for a second. Is uh, is Aaron Judge or John Carlos Stanton going to lay down a bunt or Anthony Rizzo? No, no. Glaber Torres maybe, but that's it. Josh Donaldson, no. So you're built on the five run home run. The Dodgers, Mookie Betts or Freddie Freeman or Will Smith or, or Max Muncie going to lay down a bunt? Probably not. So, I, yeah. But now when you got Arizona, Arizona won two games playing little ball. They beat the the Dodgers one time and beat the Padres one time. That's big news. That's big news. So I like I like Arizona to sneak in. When we did our preseason picks on on the podcast I'm on, I had oh. Arizona getting in as a wild card. Arizona and Baltimore too. Don't sleep on Baltimore. The the American League? No, absolutely not. But they think it's the, a fluke. And I don't think Baltimore's a fluke. The American League East is the only division in baseball right now that you can be in and not all five teams can make the playoffs if it were possible. Mm-hmm. Right? Boston could sneak in. The Yankees obviously are dominant. You saw what Toronto, Toronto was down six six love to the Angels this weekend and ended up winning 12 to 11. So Toronto, New York. Baltimore, Boston, Tampa Bay. I mean, Tampa Bay started out undefeated. So 
I mean, in their first nine games, they had won their first nine games by four runs or, or better. The last time that, that happened was 1880. Wow. 1880. That was a day or two before I was born. 1880. So, yeah. <laughs> it's That's it's nuts. crazy. But all these rule changes, they drive me nuts. They absolutely I, – I don't know. I'm not understanding their purpose right now. Maybe their purpose is to speed up the game, but for what? The corporate sponsors want it to go longer because then you're going to see more ads, right? So what are we doing? And somebody said to me, the argument is, is that the NFL has a pitch clock or uh, has a shot clock. Um, the NBA has a, a shot clock. Or, I mean, uh, the NFL's got their their clock. The NBA's got a shot clock. You know, even in hockey, you have some time limits on different things like power plays and things. Okay, I get it. But none of those are America's favorite pastime. Exactly. So I'm with you. We're, we are in agreement. I hate it. Yeah. But I will tell you this. You mentioned the old Yankee Stadium. The only time I've been to Yankee Stadium was the new Yankee Stadium when the old one was in the process of being torn down. The outside was still up, but everything on the inside was down. Right. Um, and I told my buddy, I said, if I could rewind time, there's two ballparks that I would love to have gone to. Yankee Stadium, probably in the early 2000s, when it still had all its mystique to it. And Ebbets Field back in probably the 1940s or 1950s. Yeah. Before they moved away. I mean, can you imagine Ebbets Field? Oof. But AJ, you have been a fantastic guest. We need to get you back on. Okay. I would and love we, to. It was, it was a blast. Hey, I appreciate it. Top fan rivalry followers. This is this is uh, AJ. We will tag him on Instagram uh, on Bleacher Brothers and follow him. He's got great content. So please take a look at what he does and we'll have him on real, real soon. Also, don't forget to check the website for watch parties that are already scheduled in San Diego, Anaheim. Where are we at? San Diego, Anaheim, Houston, Atlanta, Boston, and probably New York and Philly before the end of the season. So we're going to be around. We're going to get everybody together. So it'll be a good time. So AJ, again, thank you for your time and let's do it again soon. Thank you. Yeah.